welcome back to Bit of You. I'm Sami. And I'm Abdullah. And this is episode number five. Thanks for coming back. How's it going? Good, you? <laughs> Good. I'm a bit frazzled. I just, as we're recording this, uh, there is a major leak in my kitchen. Yeah. Um, that's stressing me out. But it's okay. I'm hoping everything. You have um, some history with, with the leaks in your... In my apartment. It's awful. Anyway, so how are you? How's your week going? uh pretty good nothing nothing new to report here to be honest how's yours my week's going good i'm uh still not feeling great i mentioned it last episode i've been in like a weird mood but it, it's still ongoing but that's fine it's persisting persisting yeah we persist i got some actually pretty good feedback about the last episode did you yeah yeah i think people enjoyed it I think so too. I, got I was a, a bit self-conscious messages. about just me and you <laughs> talking. I, I did, know. Yeah, me I too. I didn't know if you're interesting enough. but No, apparently we are. I mean, <laughs> we managed to carry a one-hour show, which is good. I was a bit worried because I was like very honest and open and stuff. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't because I'm not like that type of person. I kind of am, but whatever. You're but, not what? Like, I don't like to overshare generally. Yeah, you do. I do. No, but I mean, I don't know. It was fine. It worked out. It's all good. <laughs> You definitely overshare. Not overshare, but you definitely like... <laughs> Sorry. You're like an open book. I am. Yeah, and that's okay, right? Oh, that's good. Yeah, sometimes I'm self-conscious about it, but I think it's fine. Otherwise, how's everything? Have you watched any good movies or TV shows? Or Yes, yes. I watched a movie called Okja. Oh, yeah, that Korean movie. <laughs> what have you watched? I haven't been watching anything and I'm a bit worried. And if anybody anybody is listening and has any advice, please let me know. All my TV shows are wrapping up. Um, I watch a lot of reality TV. And Succession. I'll, oh, I haven't watched that yet. Maybe I'll, I'll look into yeah. it. Um, do you want to talk about today's guests? Let's do it. So today we Sorry, have... guest, not guests. Guest. Yes. Single guest. Uh, but that guest has enough personality to, to <laughs> cover an entire continent. Today's guest is someone we've known for a very long... You grew up with her. Yeah, you my were, entire life. You were like born together. Your, your, your father's our best friends, right? Yeah, they went, they went to school together. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so you guys were born and then I met her very early on in Canada... Was it before? No, after you. You introduced me to her. Yeah. The three of us were basically inseparable in university and um, have been ever since. Yeah. Through the highs and the lows. I was just about to say tumultuously, but <laughs> for the for the better, I think. Yeah. Uh, and we've been excited to have her on for a while now, and she finally uh, managed to... to uh, yeah. Grace us with her presence. Grace us with her presence and give us a couple of minutes of her very busy lifestyle. But we're going to be talking to her about... Dating. Dating. So she is a single woman and uh, she has over the years kind of really expanded her horizons and has been dating around. And I think she has a really cool <laughs> outlook on, on like relationships and dating. And I'm excited to hear what she has to say. We still haven't recorded it, obviously, but I'm very excited to, to, to hear what she has to say about this. Yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting episode. Um so like you said, this is someone we've known for a very long time. Uh, and I think someone who's maybe gone through different phases of, of dating in terms of how she experiences it. Um, and I think it's just going to be very interesting to, to get her perspective. And yeah. Amazing. So let's just jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're going to take a little pee break and then we will be back <laughs> with our guest. See you. Catch you after the break.
Welcome back, guys, and thanks again for joining us. So, as we mentioned, we have a special guest today. Noor, do you want to introduce yourself? guys and thanks for holding so as we mentioned today uh, we have a very special guest uh, someone who's a very good friend of the both of ours her name is Noor and she's gonna introduce herself Noor can you can you tell us how old you are hi <laughs> don't say hi <laughs> hi Abdullah how are you I'm good thanks Noor how are you I'm good thank you hi Sammy hey how are you I'm good thanks for how joining us Noor you guys honestly we've been we've been really any it's been a it's been a long time since we were expecting you to be on the show <laughs> and we had a few false promises like oh no one's gonna be here this weekend no she's not she's gonna be here this not guys it, guys it's happening this weekend and then we go into panic mode like oh we don't know not here what are we gonna do you guys, had to, to, say you guys had to record an episode all by yourself because i didn't show up yeah, right exactly so no tell us how old you are what you do give us a little bit of a background about yourself even though we know each other very well um for the listeners i'm 34 years old i am a special needs teacher i've been working in abu i was born and raised in abu dhabi and i've been working here for the past 10 years that's pretty much it that's awesome so how how do you know the the hosts of the show well i've known abdullah all my life our parents have been best friends for a very long time uh, and I know Sammy through Abdullah. The backbone. The backbone. The I met Sammy 2006 in Abdullah's house. Uh, Abdullah had a dinner party. And that's where I met him. And we really? became. Is yeah. that how you met Sammy? <clears throat> yeah. Here in Abu Dhabi? Here in Abu Dhabi. I don't remember that, actually. I do. Like, <laughs> I do. Clearly <laughs> she does. Clearly she does. <laughs> our friendship went from like zero to a thousand. Honestly. Yeah. Zero to a thousand. <laughs> so Noor, so, Noor, so, so t- today, today's topic is going to be about dating. Fun. <laughs> Fun. And yeah, I mean, we thought you'd be an interesting guest to have on. Thank you. You've had a lot of experiences with dating, knowing you over the past 15 years and basically spending every waking hour with you for a good <laughs> five years in Canada. You, your your, your uh, like ideas of dating and how you've opened yourself up and your evolution of like dating and accepting people in your life and being open to this sort of thing has really changed and it's really, I think it would be really nice to to discuss it with you. So I think we're just going to get right into it. I just wanted to ask, so you come from a bigger family. And, yes, I do. Yeah, and all your brothers and sisters are married with kids. All married with kids. And you're not the youngest. <laughs> I'm not the youngest. <laughs> and I'm not the youngest. No. So a lot of people would feel pressure about settling down. And again... I'm 30 I'm 33 and I'm mm-hmm. not with someone and I there's I not don't feel any pressure but generally in society especially in our society mm-hmm. there's always pressure to start settling down in your early 30s uh, so I just wanted to know from where you're standing considering you know your family and how everyone's married and then society in general do you feel pressure to to settle down and find someone at the moment I don't maybe I did feel pressured when I was younger <laughs> <laughs> Younger? I mean, how how young younger, do you mean? Like younger. <laughs> like, like early twenties? You mean? I don't really remember, but I remember being feeling younger. Interesting. <laughs> okay, younger. go on. I don't know if I felt pressured, but it feels like I did. 
feel pressured but I don't feel pressured anymore I come from a big family and as you said as you mentioned before they're all married with kids my youngest sister is married too with kids I am the fifth uh fifth child Mm. out of the six six out of six was it like a certain point in your life where you felt your your perspective changed from Yes. feeling pressured yeah it was it do you know is it can something we go that back to the word settling down because i don't really like that word absolutely what word would you like us okay. to use uh. <laughs> <laughs> just not that one just like just yeah not that one maybe like i don't know being in a relationship okay yeah but not settling down because i don't know who decided that getting married means you need to settle down or okay, it's getting like married. settling down or oh, like, sorry it's just like, a figure of speech yeah or like being in a relationship doesn't mean that you're settled down necessarily yeah. i agree so, i agree yeah. and not I being in a relationship doesn't mean that you're not settled. you're not settled yeah, yeah exactly I so i felt pressured from not from my family i felt pressured from people outside because i remember my my siblings got married like almost right after each other and every time I feel I felt pressured from like guests at weddings, they would mm. always like see me and go like, oh, <laughs> we say, yeah, in Arabic, we say Balik, like hopefully you're next. By the time my last, br- my last sibling got married, no one said that to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they, they stopped saying that to me because they were thinking, you know, Maybe they were thinking it's a hopeless case or it's like a s- sensitive topic. So they were too worried to op- to say it to me. But I appreciate them not saying it to me. So no, I did not feel pressured from my family much. They do throw comments here and there because they want me to be like part of, well, I don't know what part of what they're in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I, I wouldn't say I felt pressured. Do you feel pressure from yourself at all? At times I did when I was younger again. <laughs> I did feel like there's a there's a right time to get married. There's always like an age group for marriage, for a relationship. And I, I missed that. And I felt like um, I felt pressured. Yes, I did pressure myself back then. Okay, so moving away from marriage, something a bit more light. <laughs> let's talk about dating. <laughs> sure, let's get into dating. <laughs> so, you, so you're not married. I'm not married. As Sammy mentioned, yeah. you, you've tried dating. I have no kids. Over the past, over the past... <laughs> while yeah obviously dating dating has changed recently with, with with the introduction of online dating yes so can you share some of your thoughts about online dating have you tried it do you I've... have advice for people in a similar situation as you that are that want to try it or don't want to try it or <clears throat> i've tried online dating i started online dating um i would say I don't know when Tinder was available here, maybe like seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember. Online dating isn't for everybody. Mm. It's not. It's It's a tricky, tricky, tricky platform. It's not for everyone. I did it for so many reasons, but one of the main reasons doing it was to test myself. I wanted to put myself out there and I wanted to meet a lot of guys. (laughs) I wanted to like. What do you mean, a lot of guys? I mean, like, I wanted to see what's out there. <laughs> so you wanted you know? to, yeah, so you wanted, wanted to experience. So I wanted to, ex- yeah, experience dating. Yeah. I, yeah, because I always get asked, "What do you want in a guy?" And I never, even now, I don't know what I want in a guy. 
So I told myself, okay, let me try online dating. Go out there, interview these guys. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And pick and choose what I like and what I don't like. And you haven't figured it out. I have not have figured it out yet. No, it's just fine. It's been eight years and I don't think I'm ever going to figure it out. So I gave up. I, honestly, I still do online dating, which is fine. I don't I'm think still there. I don't think there. I think people like to have this idea of like you have a type, you have a checklist of things, yes. blah, blah, blah. I don't I don't agree with it. Yeah, a lot of restrictions. I kind of do have a type, though. I feel like. But, generally speaking no but like, i understand you can have a type but you don't have to have a type yes like i want someone who's like kind is that too much to ask <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like i'm not like a high maintenance girl so i don't want like a high maintenance guy either so i just want so i just want the minimum like someone who's he's just like kind who's uh, loving and caring and yeah. affectionate that's it like, I found i don't really know online dating for me was a bit difficult to accept in a way not not difficult to accept but i think like i always had this like idea of meeting someone and you know meeting them in person and then like feeling that like you know that feeling of oh there's someone there that that, like looks interesting i want to go talk to her Mm. and then pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to go and like actually approach that person and then talk to them and then and then start a conversation in that way and i felt like I don't know why, but I felt like online dating took that away. So it was kind of like it made it made like it made it a lot easier. And not that I want that challenge per se, but I felt like that part of get, you know, actually going and speaking to someone in person. Yeah, that was that was nice. But I think it's helpful for a lot of people who might not have the courage or. Oh, I mean, 100 percent. And to be honest, I like. It's not like I did. I, you know, it's not like it's easy for me to to just go up to someone and start talking. Yeah, on online dating isn't very organic. Isn't there's a lot of I feel like a lot of judgment comes with it too. Because like course. liking a picture, you need to like post really sexy and hot pictures of yourself. And uh, yeah, they're I, they're you're you're kind of like liking the person through a picture first, which is a bit <clears throat> tricky. Because I could have like spoken to this guy if I met him in a bar, but because I saw his picture or like um, saw his profile on Tinder, I chose not to. Yeah, but no, like. So it limits me. I feel like it does. I I disagree with you because it's always based on looks. Yeah. First like, appearance. If you were to see yes. a guy in a bar or a restaurant or a park, what's the thing that's going to attract you to them? It's the way they look. I mean, sure, the way they look, it might be. Th- yeah, but the way they, if when you see them in person, the way they look is real. But when you see them through photos, it's like they're putting, they think they're putting the best photo of them out there. (laughs) But (laughs) But it's true. No, but and I think, I think there's a difference here because a lot of people say, oh, online dating, you know, reduces you to a picture and, you know, you shouldn't judge people by the way they look. You should judge people by the way they look. I do. Yeah, because (laughs) you have a type and it doesn't mean that like your type is a certain, like when you say you shouldn't judge people by the way you look, I think people think of it with like very idealistic beauty standards and they don't take into account that people have different tastes, Right. But everyone has a taste and everyone has a type. No, yes. of course. I definitely have a type in the way people look. It might not be your type or your type, but it is a type. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with it, but it's like, I don't like, I, I don't like it to be the, f- I, there's nothing wrong with it. We all have a type and I do like, I do like a good looking guy, obviously, but sometimes I don't like myself for going there first. 
for looking at the way they look first rather than like i don't know their body language or their manners but that's well, something yeah. yeah sorry no i was just gonna say like that's that's one thing you don't get through online dating yes is, is the mannerisms the body language the you know if 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 someone's acting funny or something you can see that in real life but you can't see that yeah, yeah through a picture through a picture yeah i just want to i mentioned this earlier mm-hmm. when i first started getting to know you mm-hmm. when we were very young we got to know each other around 18 mm-hmm. you had a very different outlook on yes da- on dating uh, and over the years it's really kind of changed over the past 15 years up until 33 34 so how has that changed can you take us through like just maybe your journey and how you see yourself then and, and now <laughs> i've changed a lot and I mean, like, a lot on every level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I felt a lot of pressure Yeah. on the topic of, like, dating. Coming from an Arab culture and from a Muslim family, I also felt a lot of shame. So I just avoided... And there was a lot of fear, actually, a lot of fear, a lot of expectations, a lot of like not knowing my self-worth. Um, so I just chose the easy way out and decided to avoid the whole thing. So I never really actually, I was never never involved in a relationship when I was in high school. So I have a question for you. When you mm-hmm. say shame and fear, mm-hmm. especially shame, mm-hmm. where is that coming from? Shame doesn't come from like uh, m- my family specifically. Uh, it comes from my culture. Yeah. The culture. It comes from uh, society. Yeah. Shame is not that I I was able to, I, I could have dated. I was allowed to date in my household. But I was just... Um, I just wanted to be that good Arab Muslim girl. The expectations I, I, yes, that you thought the expectations, were placed. Yeah. yeah. So I just decided to go that way. Yeah. And I just want to tell the girls out there who's listening to this, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if it works for you, it works for you. And yeah. if you decide to change at any point in your life, like I did, <laughs> you can always change. Yeah. Um, and talking about change, mm-hmm. I, I met you when you were 18. Mm-hmm. If you could look back at yourself at 18 now oh. at 34 what advice would you give yourself what advice would i give my 18 years old self yes about dating about relationships about wow go out there and experience yeah yeah go out there put yourself out there mm. experience the world know when to say no know your worth uh i would tell my 18 Years old self to to date, 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 date. To put yourself out there, definitely. Yeah. And don't be scared of sinning. Seriously. Yeah. Don't be scared of doing anything wrong. Of this concept of like being a sinner. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing anything. Be responsible. <laughs> but be responsible, no. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Like don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Just don't hurt yourself in the process. Just be yourself and you're young. And if even if you have fear, do it with fear. Yeah, I like don't that advice. Like, yeah, just do it anyways. Do it with no pressure. Do it with no pressure. 
Okay, no, so you've been dating for some time now. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, you kind of decided to break out of your shell mm-hmm. um, and ex- ex- explore the, the world of dating. Mm-hmm. What are or what is the most unforgettable or funniest experience you've had in, in dating? dating? Yeah. Online dating. Any dating. Any dating. Okay. I've done speed dating. Okay. Yeah. Where I would like match with... This is before COVID, I assume. This is before <laughs> COVID, maybe. So I would like match with with literally every guy I swipe right to, okay? Because you're so beautiful. Because I'm so beautiful inside out. <laughs> so I, I, I have um, a strategy where I don't like to talk to them on WhatsApp. Because I feel like if I sit there on WhatsApp and talk to them, try to like introduce myself to them and they introduce themselves to me on whatsapp i'm just wasting we're just wasting time and then we have nothing to talk about when i see them in person so i match and as soon as i match i ask them to go out for coffee or drinks or dinner or whatever it is but i would like ask five guys on that same day and there would be like an hour break between each one of them i'm sorry is speed dating a a function on tinder or you no no i've I've, oh you created it i it is a thing. Speed dating is a thing. And it's not a Tinder thing. thing. But it's not a Tinder thing. So you pro- you programmed it. Yes. <laughs> Tinder should hire you as a <laughs> speed dating programmer. I started speed dating. Because yeah. you match with a lot of guys. And you forget. Uh, and you just want to like... You don't want to waste your time talking to them on WhatsApp, as I mentioned earlier. You just want to go through all of them. <laughs> and meet them in person to get it over with. Yeah. Get, I'd, get it over with with like i just want to get I, I just don't want them to stay on my contact list if we're not, not gonna meet again or if like we're not gonna meet ever so as so as soon as i match i ask him do you want to go out now for lunch or dinner or drinks or whatever and if he says yes we go out right away and i tell him i only have an hour i have somewhere to go after so yeah i go out on a date with them see how i feel about it if i didn't like them i'll just like not see them again that's fine yeah. And what what are you looking for when you speed date? Is there something that's like I'm just looking I'm not no, I really don't know what I'm looking for. You just like the spark. The other thing that I also did on uh Tinder was uh going on blind dates. Blind <laughs> blind dates. <laughs> was that also something you programmed into Tinder or, um, or actually was it a actually Farah Farah my best friend did. She she took my Tinder one day and she's like, you know what? You don't know how to choose guys. I'm going to do it for you. You suck at this. So she took my Tinder account, used it in Ras Al Khaimeh, where she lives. And she would set me up on dates and just call me the day off the date and tell me to go to this place at this time. And you would never see these and I would, guys. I've never seen this guy. Yeah, I've never seen this guy. Any of these guys. She would send me, she would tell me, go there first because they know what you look like, but you don't know what they look like. <laughs> so I always make sure that I go there earlier, uh, meet them. And then like, she would send me like the picture very last minute. They walk in and as soon as they walk in, they sit down. I start saying, I start telling them that this is like a blind date and I don't actually know what they look like or what their <laughs> name is. <laughs> some of them would get really angry and offended and some of them would like find it really funny why would they get offended i really 
don't know. This guy was, we went to Jazz Pizza Express, I remember, and uh, I, it, it, it was a good icebreaker just to start with, like, telling them I'm on a blind date. You know what I mean? It was good to, like, start a conversation with them. So I would start off with, like, hey, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not the one that was actually talking to you on Tinder. My best friend was. And he was, like what the hell so you don't like me so you didn't like my pictures you didn't like the way I look and I'm like no but it doesn't matter we can still do this I would see why someone would get offended I just put myself in this situation I would think it was funny and actually it would be something that would endear me to the person but I can see why people would get offended because yeah. like no I do I, I, I see it too yeah you must feel like you've been kind of fooled a bit like misled almost like you're not the person that was, you know. Especially if you're talking, right? Yeah, and I'm sure, yeah, you you at least had a, at least an initial conversation. Not you, but your no, best no, friend. she definitely did have an initial conversation yeah. with them through like chat for sure. So yeah, so no, I do get why people would get uh, angry about it. I do, I do get it, but I still thought it was a very, uh, it was very interesting because our tastes are so different. Yeah, I, you guys have so very different very tastes. different tastes in um in guys but i did give i did give one guy a chance i did it was fun it was a lot of so, fun so, so, so something good came out of it yes something good came out of it and that guy is not a guy that i would personally choose on tinder yeah yeah but he was like a keeper oh that's nice <laughs> fun times so now shifting the conversation just a little bit and <laughs> I personally have a lot of views, and I think me and Abdul have very different views about this as well. But you, you very early on have lived independently. Like when you finished when you finished university, you basically started living on your own. You didn't move back in with yes. your parents like a lot of people do in yes. our culture. Um, you started living on your own, mm-hmm. and you've been living on your own for the past like ten years or so. Mm-hmm. And as you kind of like date around and and like start meeting people, and maybe it's sometimes it gets a bit serious or it doesn't get serious, and you think about oh maybe we could get married or, or, or any of that stuff. Well, I didn't get there yet, but okay. When you do I want to know do you think you could ha- actually handle having someone move into your space because you're so used to, and you are very kind of t- territorial about your space I'm the same way like mm-hmm. uh, w- with my apartment you're the same way if somebody comes in and like changes where an ashtray is or a candle is you mm-hmm. freak out yes I do uh, freak out Sammy uh, if, if you guys remember Sammy in university this would be a completely different <laughs> I've changed a lot as well uh, but so yeah th- that's why I want to know like do you are you do you think I mean, how does that play into it for you? Do you, is that something you actually think about? Like, I oh my do, God. I do. I totally think about that. And I don't think I'm okay with sharing my space with someone else. I, but I've never really lived with someone. I've be- never really experienced that yet. I would have people come over. I would tell myself, it's okay, they're coming and they're leaving, so it's fine. Um, but I think it is going to be, this is a tough one. I think it's going to be really tough to share my space with I, someone. I think it's not as tough as you think. I think it is. I don't think so. I think it is. I don't think you so. You want to bet? I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I'll tell you guys why. Because you get used to it. I mean, whether whether you want to or not, you get used to it. I don't want to get used to it. And that's my, the thing. My, that's, whether you want or not, you don't want to get used to it, but you do get used to it. But I, but I, I, no, I do know eventually I'm going to get used to it. I'm, that's not what I'm worried about. Like, I do know. Plus, if I really, 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 really deeply, madly love the guy, I 
I don't think I would like care that much. No, no, it's not about that. No, you like your personal space. It's not about how much you love this person. Okay. Like, but it's, you like your personal space and then somebody is encroaching on your personal space or not encroaching, but somebody is entering into your personal space and that takes some getting used to. But all I'm saying is whether you like it or not, you get used to it. No, Abdullah, but you know what? If I woke up every morning and was slapped across the face, I would eventually get used to it. Just because you get used to something, it doesn't mean that that's what you want. Okay, you can't compare living with someone that you love to getting slapped across the face. Ideally, I would want to live in like a three-bedroom apartment where like we have our separate bedrooms. Me, I agree with that. Sleep in separate beds? If you want to. If I want to. Yes. And okay. if he wants to, like, we have a sex room and then we have, like, two. Like, I have my own room and his own room. And the guests are going to stay in the sex room? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, ideally, I would like to still have my own room in my shared house. I'm the same way. And I get, my own guys, bathroom. no, hold on. I get that. I get that. I, and I, you know what? Everyone would love their own room to have their own kind of space to, to whatever. Yes. That's fine. But mm. that's different than not wanting to live with someone. But I don't want to live with someone. And I think. And I don't want to live with someone either. And, and th- you know what? Whoopi Goldberg has a very kind of famous saying where she says something like, I don't want to get married because. And I very much agree with this. And it's how I, I think. She's like, if I'm with someone, I'll give you what you want. I'll see you. You can sleep over a couple nights a week. But I don't want you in my house. Yes. And that's how I feel. And it's different when you think about because I've lived with roommates before, I've mm-hmm. had roommates throughout my mm-hmm. university career. It's different with roommates because you're still very separate and you have your separate rooms and you don't have to have dinner together. But when you're living with someone that you're with in a relationship, there's an expectation. And don't tell me there isn't because there is of doing a lot of things together. And that's in the house, you mean? Or yes, external? Yes. Yeah. But can I just say something? I just want my space. But can I just say something? We live together. Me and you, you and I. Yes. We had dinner together every single night. Why? Because it worked out that way. And there was what no expectations. But that's, it works out like that if you're in a relationship as well. And we both had very... No, when you, when you are in a relationship, it's different. Thank you. There's a lot of like, um, you obsess over each other. Yeah. And there's so much more. Like with a friend or a best friend or whatever, I can live with you because like... I, if you, if, if I... Because you don't feel like... I, we're not, and we're not sleeping in the same bed. Yeah, but you know, but the, my point is that's what I add. That's why I asked if you had a separate bedroom where you can have your own space. I would probably your be TV, okay with it. Your couch, whatever you want, okay. Then it's not much different than what you're referring to. I would probably be okay. Listen, with it. I don't think there's there's right or wrong. There isn't right or wrong. It's it, what works out for you. And honestly, I don't really know because I haven't lived with someone before. So I really I've never had roommates either. So I really don't know what it's like. But I think. It's, it is going to be difficult at the beginning. It yeah, is. And now, right now, like, right listen, now, I like my personal space. <laughs> I got married. It takes some adjustment, but it's fine. All I'm saying is that I think it's not as bad as you guys are making it out to seem. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you no, really, no right really, really love your personal space to the point where you can't ever see yourself. There's no right and wrong. I've been living by myself for a very long time. So it's not about like loving my personal space. It's just that I'm used to having a lot of personal space for a long time same and i also just you know what i mean and now and even now when i like go on when i try to like uh when i go on dating apps and i talk to guys if i really like the guy and i ask him if he lives alone or if he lives with his parents i wouldn't like go ahead with it if i know he lives with his parents you wouldn't or you would no i would not why because i don't want him to come and spend time in my apartment all the time i i would love it if he has his own apartment and i have my own apartment so we have space I want him to go back and sleep in his apartment if I need space. I don't want him to like 
come over all the, the time. But that's okay. It's an opinion, fine. But I, I don't think it's necessarily the case. And I know, and, and you know what? Things if, could if change. You, if you live with your parents, like doesn't. Mean I mean, you're it's not like a deal breaker, but it's like a turn off. No, I get it. I get it. It is a turn off. Like especially, if, especially at our age. Not that there's anything wrong with living with your parents at any age. I would. I have considered very recently moving back with yes. my parents, but. Yes, when somebody lives with their parents and they're in a relationship, the default would be to go to that person's house. Yes. And then what are you going to be like, get out of my house when you're done? No. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they have their own space, they'd be much less willing to be like, oh, I, I'm going to spend more time at your house. Because obviously if they're... Because no he, he wants to spend time with me, not, yeah. not like with my house and my space. He doesn't want his space. He's going to be, he's going to want to spend time with me. And I would like to go to his house and like spend time in his house too. You know what I mean? One last thing about the note about living with people. I just... I want to make it clear, and I think I'm not going to speak on your behalf, Nood. Like, I'm not, I'm not like some weird like person who hates people and never wants to be with someone. But for me, it's like I'll give you everything, and I give a lot of people a lot of things. Even my friends, I give them a lot of time and a lot of energy. And especially if you're in a relationship with someone, you're also giving them like deep love and emotion, and you're giving them your body. It's exhausting. And you're giving them a lot. It's exhausting. And for me, it's kind of like because I don't ever really want to get married. Married then you know what? You can you can spend three nights a week at my house. You can spend four nights a week at my house. But You can rest, spend as, as much as you as want, much as but time as you knowing want. that you have your space you have, your, you, have your, you. you have your apartment. And and if I need space, I can be like, yo, listen, I need a few days. I agree to disagree. It's fine. Maybe, and that's the Maybe. whole point. I've never I lived think with someone. it's just different opinions. I've never had roommates. So I don't I really think don't we're know. right. And if anything, we're probably on like the more neurotic side here. But like, yeah, it is what it is. I would ideally, I would love it if he has his own apartment and I have my no, own apartment. No, you said that seventeen times. Because it means so much to me. <laughs> okay, no, very briefly. Very briefly. <laughs> what are you like? What are you looking for in a partner? And has this changed over time? Yes, it did change over time. Definitely, I still, as I mentioned before, don't know what I'm really looking for. I'm just looking for a man <laughs> with like values same values same morals i'm also looking for like someone who's genuine who's kind just like the minimum i'm not really looking for anything crazy so it sounds like you're looking for someone who's great <laughs> someone who's great <laughs> my question is if this person is so great that you're looking for now and it's changed so much over time what were you looking for before before i was looking for a bad boy Oh, I'm still kind of secretly looking for a bad boy, wink, wink. But now I think I'm more like uh, ready I'm to settle down. Not settle down. I hate <laughs> that word. But I'm I'm open to like accepting something more serious. Okay. I'm looking for something more serious now. Okay. I wasn't looking for something serious for the longest time, and I think I am. I think I'm ready. I'm ready to give it a go. I don't know if I'm ready to read, ready. So, Noor, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? <laughs> a healthy relationship uh, needs to have assertive communication. So you need to uh, listen to your partner, uh, reflect if you need to, uh, be direct, uh, be expressive when you're having a conversation. Um, and appreciation is very important, encouraging, praising. So that's your love language. Caring, yeah. There are five love languages. There, yeah. Yes. Your love language is, I don't know what it is, but communication. 
mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean your partner's love language is communication. Yes. So, so the important thing is for you to acknowledge their love language their love and their to acknowledge yours and, exactly. and to make an to make a kind of effort to to, to feed that 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 yeah that needs i think everything that's been said applies to any relationship even if it's familial well, yeah 100 or yes. friendship or Definitely. yeah but especially with i mean in all relationships but yeah intimacy is very important too like appropriate progression of intimacy and, and setting boundaries when you need to that's very important to me to appreciate love and not to obsess over love mm. is what is also an important thing to me i think but what makes a, a healthy relationship healthy yeah. yeah that's pretty much it i like the boundaries and i think that's something you you do quite well yes yeah i, I try to yeah you always kind of say when we're talking or you're saying you always say like oh i'm not ready for this or i'm not ready for that or you know i, I told him like don't expect this or don't expect that or you know i'm ready for this i'm ready for that you're very good with that and i, I, think I that's, try to yeah. yeah and unfortunately it does land on women and mm-hmm. unfortunately that's like another baggage that women have to carry around with them as well where it should be like more open Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. So, Noor, you have a question for us. Yes, I do. You want to turn the tables? Yes. Okay, go for it. Abdullah and Sammy. Mm. Sammy and Abdullah. Are you guys ready? Are you guys excited? Yes. Okay. If you had an empty room, what are the 10 things you would add to it? Okay, Noor, you have to know something about me. I don't like hypothetical questions, but I'll, I'll go with it. I first have some questions. You have questions. Some parameters. (laughs) Go ahead. Are we talking furniture? Are we talking what? uh, Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi an example of something we can add? You have an empty room. And is this room like we're going to be stuck in it, or is it just a room that you're 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 furnishing? A room you're stuck in. Okay, makes sense. Are we talking about humans or inanimate objects? No. Why are you guys being so difficult? Okay, fine. So just things. Okay. So okay. 10 things you want to add to that empty room that you're in, that you're stuck in. Okay. So I would add, assuming that I have to spend uh, an extended amount of time in the room. Why are you being so difficult? Okay. I would add uh, a comfortable bed. Okay. I would add, um, so a comfortable bed that turns into a sofa if I need to. A TV, Wi-Fi, a coffee machine, a fridge, an oven, a washing machine, plants, a nice rug. <laughs> Come on, you can do this. And um, my laptop, I guess. Okay. Good answer. Oh, Good answer. Uh, no, no, okay, no. Fine. For me, it would have to be... Sorry, can I, can I just... Can you what? I would take my laptop, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a nice set of speakers, if I could add that. No, you can't add speakers now. Too late. For me, it would be uh, a bed, mm-hmm. and I, a set of nice speakers. You fucking asshole! <laughs> I need music to survive. I said speakers. You okay, fine. A set of nice speakers. Mm-hmm. My laptop, my iPad, my painting supplies. Laptop and iPad. Yeah, well, that's so oh my ridiculous. Gosh. Yeah, laptop to surf the An web. iPad to what? To draw. So okay. just take your iPad. My painting supplies, mm-hmm. a TV, mm-hmm. a fridge, an mm-hmm. oven, mm-hmm. a yoga mat, mm-hmm. a picture of me. The final thing I would bring, hmm, mm-hmm. my paintings, like my my artwork. Really? Yeah, to zhuzh up the room a little bit. Interesting. 
All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation we had with Noor. I know I enjoyed it. Um, it was a bit all over the place, but it was really fun nonetheless. Um, and, and I, you know, obviously Noor is someone that I've known for, for a very long time, but it's, it's nice to kind of hear more on her perspective on dating. We're going to take a really quick break and we'll come back with our last segment, which is the takeaway 10. Time for a pee break. Cigarette break. And welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, Sammy and Abdullah. To our final segment, which is the Takeaway 10. Noor, you actually don't really know much about this. I know nothing about this. You've never, you've never listened Some to our podcast. Out, disclaimer, I've so, never listened to their podcast. So these, these are 10 rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the listeners. <laughs> uh, Noor has actually never heard a single one of our episodes before. So she has zero idea of of the next of the 10 questions that are going to be asked guilty so what we're going to do is we're going to ask you 10 questions you have five seconds to answer each question what you love talking i know this and i think you've proven this but (laughs) you have five seconds to answer each question so we're going to kick it off what happens if i don't answer the question you're going to have to answer the question in five seconds yes what if the five seconds pass and i don't answer the question? just answer the question okay time uh, Abdullah's gonna take it away. All right. So I know the I know the answer to the first question, but Noor, what's your favorite meal to cook? Favorite meal to cook? Answer the question. I Five, don't cook. Four, three, eggs. Two. Okay. What's your favorite way of engaging and getting in touch with your body? Uh, going for a walk with my dog Bentley during sunset. What is your best travel or holiday experience? Oh, Goa. What is your proudest moment? Uh, teaching my special needs students. What is your biggest regret? Not allowing myself to experience things earlier. What's your best concert experience? (laughs) Best concert? I don't really go to concerts. What's your favorite Instagram account? Ooh, it's a tough one. I have so many. One. Oh my God. No, it's difficult. Just one. Just one, engaged learners. What's your favorite hobby? Hobby? <laughs> My favorite hobby? <laughs> oh, uh, crafting. What's your biggest fear? Elevators. I can attest to that. And if you could repeat one day in your life, which one would it be? The flight to Goa. My first time to Goa. Interesting. Cool. By the way, I just need to say something. Favorite Instagram account. I I didn't answer this question when we asked it in the pilot. Yeah. I think I have a favorite Instagram account. Go ahead, share it. It's your time. So it's called Brut Group. B-R-U-T Group. And it's a page dedicated to brutalist architecture. Oh. Do you know what that is? Yes. Isn't uh, that place in London a brutalist? The Barbican. The Barbican, yes. Yeah, so it's like very concrete heavy. It's, it's not very colorful, but it's there's something quite interesting about the mass of it. Yeah, so Brute Group, I think, is one of my favorite accounts. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Noor. This was a very, um, it was a roller coaster of, of, of an episode to record. <laughs> very colorful. <laughs> very colorful, very... Um, How has it been for you? I It was a bit weird because I can't take you guys seriously, but thanks. <laughs> um, thanks. But it ended well, I think. No, I think it was really nice, and um, I speak for myself. But I think Noor 
I've known you literally my entire life mm-hmm. and it was nice to uh, <laughs> it, it was nice to kind of hear your perspective on, on this topic even though I know I mean I know a lot about it and I know a you lot know about, everything about it <laughs> I know a lot about how you uh, sort of perceive dating but it was it was nice to kind of revisit it and, and sort of unpackage it unpack it um, in, in this way yeah thank you and thank you for listening if you haven't subscribed yet please do subscribe can I'm, I say thank you and then oh. and thank you for listening uh, and if you haven't subscribed yet please do subscribe I know a lot of you maybe listen to the episodes just one by one but if you just click subscribe it'll come to you every two weeks and follow our Instagram account we're going to start be, we're going to be starting to post a lot more content and a lot more behind the scenes things and some information packages and all that stuff so make sure to follow us um Tell your friends that they can listen to us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you like to listen. Or you can find us on Instagram at Bit of You, pod, at bit of you Podcast. Um, and stay tuned. Yeah, we have, I think, an interesting lineup coming up. We have our next few episodes planned. Scheduled, locked and ready to go. Uh, yeah. And, um, and, I, and I do think, uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy them. So please do tune in. Here's hoping. Noor, do you have any, any final thoughts? I just want to thank Abdullah and Sami for having me on their podcast today. It was so much fun. Uh, we had a good time. <laughs> it was a bit tumultuous with the it was with a major leak in my in my kitchen, but we we pulled fun it times. off. Yeah, and with and with Noor's character, just Noor's <laughs> general character. But yeah, you know, thank thank you for joining us, Noor, and um, for thank taking the time and for taking a lot of time. And we'll be back in two weeks. In two Tuesdays, we'll be back with another guest. Thanks again, Noor. Thanks, Abdullah. Thank you, Thank guys. Thank you, Sammy. And um, thanks for listening. See you guys, you guys next time. Bye.